Now we're number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. And back to the phones we go. Roberto is up next. What do you say, Berto? I'm on. You got me waiting behind. Well, I'm on. What kind of car pace is this? Well, there was someone trying to be cute that was actually ahead of you as well. Uh, goes by the name of Caleb, but it's actually Adam Hickman. So, you know, he can. Uh, I'm on. Adam Hickman. I'm on. Heading up there to God's country. I'm on. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I was loving what you guys were talking about with this new LB coach. How good does it feel to be the recipient of screwing someone else finally? Feels pretty damn good, not going to lie. I mean, DeBoer really leans into that guy heavily in recruiting. Oh, 100%. I don't realize how important that guy is to him. Well, if they go 8-4 and four this year, just, I mean, it's going to be the best people watching, Twitter watching of all time. I'm of the opinion that we just took Kalen DeBoer's best recruiter. And we very well might have. Has anyone checked on Roll Tide Willie? Um, uh, is that the drunk guy that's on Twitter? Yes. God, that poor, that poor guy. How many he, teeth does that he, guy have in his head? How many what? <laughs> how many teeth does that guy have in his head? Oh, teeth. Uh, same, same as his brain cells. Two, maybe. Got it. Makes sense. Um, he's destroyed a lot of brain cells over the years. You know, we're we're pretty horrible people, you and I. We make fun of people for their uh, for their shortcomings, but well, I mean, here I was. What did I do two weeks ago? I belittled like three jobs in one show. Proud of you. Really (laughs) proud of you. (laughs) Um, I don't know, guys. Talking about that, the guy from Cincinnati. I don't know people when he left. So he left Louisville for Cincinnati, right? When. They canned, uh, what's his futz, the head coach there, Satterfield? Yes. He left. That's when he left. Did you know that they had a five-star running back committed to Louisville when he left? And the day he left, the kid uncommitted, decommitted, and committed to Texas A&M. Did you guys know that? I want to say I remember something about that, which, I mean, you know, Texas A&M, they got the best players money could buy. I mean, they were going to spend whatever it took to get somebody that they want. Now, I think that's probably – But he was committed to a guy that was going to spend less money. Yes. What does that tell you? That tells you that the kids love him. Kids believe him. The guy can recruit. Kids can get behind him. James, he, I think, I think his James Franklin factor is very high too. If you know Omar, I mean, yeah. You, know, you remember what he said about recruiting? No, I do not. Right now, off the top of my head, you don't. Oh my God, James Franklin. You know, uh, they wonder why they had a uh, a sexual improprieties culture problem there. He said, "When I try to figure out if a man is a good recruiter, I look at his wife." Oh. oh. Do you not remember this? No, I, I don't know why. I don't remember Brett, this. Tell me you remember this. Uh, not, 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 I don't think so, no. I don't. Go look it up. It was one of the most <laughs> inappropriate comments in the SEC. And, and, like, everybody yucked it up. And then oh, a year and a half later, he had four players, uh, I mean, charged with sexual impropriety. And then he went to... And then they, and Penn State decided it was a great idea to hire him to come fix their problem, which was sexual improprieties. Yeah, <laughs> what a weirdo! How does nobody Gosh. remember that? It's all timer. Um, Vanderbilt uh, coach anyways, apologizes yeah. for saying he only hires assistants with attractive wives. There it is. Wow. He apologized. He didn't. Hey guys, here's the deal. 
I don't know, Jake. You know me pretty well. I reckon you, rest of you don't. Mm-hmm. I never apologize unless I'm genuinely sorry for something, <laughs> and I'm so so sick of people not apologizing and meaning it. You know, I got three kids. I don't know if any of you guys have kids, but I got three kids. And when we say you need to apologize to your sister, we mean mean it. Like, <laughs> yes. no, I'm sorry. And that's what you hear these days is, I'm sorry I got caught saying something that I meant. Yep. Anyways, um, so I'm glad we got that guy for recruiting purposes. Uh, I never heard you guys really answer my baseball question yesterday, so I'm going to submit it again. Uh, we hit much better, much more timely last night, which kind of relieved the stress. But yep. but I still need to ask. I mean, Amari, it's 32 left on base in, in four games. A cause for alarm, or did last night fix that problem for you guys? No, I mean, regardless, I mean, the fact of the matter is 32 in how four many, games at the time. Four games? Four games, yeah. Yeah, that's still concerning. Yeah, we didn't leave a lot on base last night, but uh, I would say ETSU's pitchers left a lot to be desired. That is true. That is true. I mean, it was yeah. like playing. It was like playing against Hardin Valley High School. You know, I mean, I don't know if you caught. Where that, you like, can get gear for five dollars today at SM Athletics. Go. Everything with that there logo is, is five dollars. I don't. E- welcome, I don't think ETSU is going to be the last team to take a, <laughs> take a beating like that, though. No, somebody else is going to take. You can hit though. They had fifty-one runs coming in that game, no, right? Uh, yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, no, it was. I was. Uh, I think. I think the night before was just. You know, they didn't get back till Monday afternoon. Being in Texas for you know however long they were there. I mean, I think that played a factor in that game. But um, mm. my biggest concern still is Blake Burke. I mean, I. You know, he's always he's probably the weakest hitter in the lineup, which is kind of. Uh, what a great problem to have. Yeah, but I don't know why we keep sticking him in the two-hole. Um, I did like we, the switch with Crick. Last, is that where he hit last night? Yes, yeah. and well, I think I, it, That's the first time he's hit two this year, right? He, he's well, been hitting four, four, then he went to three, then he went to yeah. seven. And then he also switched Christian Moore to the leadoff spot. Uh, I don't he, hate it, but I don't love it. No, that. but he has the potential to lead off a game with a home run. We saw Maui do it a bunch last year, uh, get you off to a great start. Yeah. Uh I think yep. he makes contact, um, you know, which you oh, need he's more. He's your best hitter right now, though. That's the problem. I think he should be hitting. In the, what, the old adage is you put your best hit, your best contact hitter in the two. Because I think right? your three, four, five can be Peebles, Tears, and uh, Amick, you know. and uh, You like you like Tears hitting four? Uh, yeah. Um, man, I mean, there's just some of that. Like, I don't know what lineup I'm going to like the best. I mean, you got this uh, Curly kid. I mean, like, it's – and then uh, Colby Backus hits a bomb last night. Do what? Wouldn't you agree? Who? That Curly kid's hardly going to play. I yeah. mean, he'll get some play, but he's hardly going to play in weekenders. Well and, then, weekers. well, and then Tucker's talking about yesterday on the drive, he's talking about this Antigua guy. That's a oh, shortstop yeah. that's show. supposed to be amazing, too. Like He's a freak show. You know, um, so – I, I mean, I think the biggest concern is who's your third starter and what's Burke going to give you? Because if he's not hitting the ball yesterday, Brett, do what? I thought you and I cleared up who our third starter is yesterday. I, I don't think so. Who did we need, baby? Everybody knows this. I mean, I think you're hoping maybe you just turn it into like a, you know, you win your first two games with Beam and Russell, and you don't use many arms because they're and giving you, you six, seven, and turn it into like a bullpen game. Maybe you just lose. Like four or five guys over your first two nights. I mean, I know that's not realistic with the right. the teams you play. I like what we did against Tech, by the way. The Tennessee AJs, as people are saying now. Yeah. That's such a change of pace from 
you know, Russell, who's just going to come in and throw darts all day long, yeah. to Causey, who's going to come in and throw strikes. I, yeah. But he's going to have weird arm angles. Uh, I think I've heard. I think I've told you guys this. I, I read Kendall Rogers say he has the best changeup in college baseball. Yeah. Well, I, I just That's don't like hell of high praise. Yeah, I just don't like the idea of like Snead being your third guy. I like Snead out of the bullpen, long relief, you closing flamethrower. Yeah, the closing the game. Too. You know that yeah, sort of thing. Me too. But then again, he throws strikes. That's that's the thing for this. Clearly, if you're going to pitch for Frank Anderson, if there's one thing I know, you better freaking throw strikes. Yeah. But uh, it does scare me strikes, though. But not as much as everybody else. Uh, Snead yeah, is not. Snead has. Who was it? I read Snead has one third of all the walks given up by this staff this year. Did you know that? No. <laughs> yeah. He just so doesn't know where I, the ball is going. Well, he's like the who was the flamethrower we had a couple years back? Uh, who was the flamethrower we had a few years back? Went to the Angels. Uh, you didn't really know where it was going. He threw 103, but you didn't know where it was going sometimes. 105.5? Yeah. Fireman? Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. mean. Uh, uh, ben Joyce is who you Yeah, Ben Joyce, yeah. So, I don't know. It's a good, I mean, I don't know. I'm just excited about this team. I mean, it's 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 going to be a fun season, hopefully. If Blake, Burke is your, if Blake Burke is your worst hitter in the lineup, and you're. Well, isn't he? Would you agree? <laughs> oh. I'm I'm in the bad cell. I think. Can you yeah. hear me? You're back. Um, yeah, maybe not. No, I think uh, the Brad Key guy probably is. Honestly, right now, the right now. I'm 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 getting some real bad feedback, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna break with. If that's your worst hitter, let's just say he is the worst hitter. Burke's the worst hitter, and Sneed is, or Causey is your debate to see who's the third star or or secret Combs or is your debate for who the third starter options, is. Yeah. You have not bad problems. Yeah, like those are great problems to have. Tennessee, I'm going to call the shot. I think they're going to win the national championship. I really do, and I'm not sheeping it up. Wow, I've never said something like that. I think they're going to win it all because we are just stacked top to bottom. And Billy Amick is the difference. <laughs> yeah, appreciate the phone call, Roberto. As you get swallowed up by the AT and T monster. Goodness gracious! That Sorry was... if you have AT and T. Guess what? You're not going to have cell phone service for a long time. Probably, I would say, what, 30% of the entire country's communication got wiped out by that? The entire country. 30% of its communication probably got wiped out this morning. People probably didn't know what to do with themselves. I wouldn't. First thing everybody does probably is check your phone <laughs> when you wake up. Well, I mean, think about this. You know, imagine people that do a lot of Apple Pay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Trying to go get your cup of coffee. You yeah. probably couldn't even get it. <laughs> got to put it back. People in line like, God dang, can't get my coffee fixed. Golly. <laughs> can't get my LaCroix from the gas station. <laughs> no. My, thank, my pizza. Thank God for debit cards and cash. Yeah. Maybe you have it on your watch. You've had, you it's got that on your watch yet? It still wouldn't work. You put a, your card on your watch yet? Oh, yeah. You've used it? Ding! <laughs> the beeping's gone? I haven't heard Ding. it. Yeah. Does it beep when you do that? I forgot to put it on this morning. Oh, well, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your watch? Yeah, well, good. Yeah, I'm glad you forgot to put on your watch hey, this easy, morning, Jake. Easy. You don't have your, if your blood pressure goes up now, we got to calm you down. Uh, my blood pressure's up for other reasons right now, Brad. That's true, yes. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, your mind's. Getting a lot of feedback on Twitter from certain people. For, uh, uh -oh. Coming at us from a burner account. <laughs> 
They're probably mad at me. I mean, they can get mad at whoever they want. The fact of the matter <laughs> is, we know who they are. They can hide behind whatever name and whatever picture they want. We know exactly who they are. I've tracked their IP addresses because I know people. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. They can do whatever they want. I don't care. Can't say it to my face. They're too afraid to say it to my face. <laughs> saying. Just saying. Now, the one thing we do have back tonight is NBA basketball. Yes. So excited. I'm very excited. Finally excited to get back on the right side of betting as well. How did you do last night? Do you I haven't know? even looked. Oh, gosh. I was so stressed, I didn't even look. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, the NBA does. I don't know why they need such a long break. <laughs> I don't know why they need such a long break. I mean, you know, the thing is, I'm big on the NBA player props, too, so, I mean, that makes it easier to bet NBA. I mean, you're going to get some guys, you know, to score 20-plus or 25-plus at, like, minus 145, but, I mean, you're still going to make money on it because you know that's basically a hit. It's like Tyrese Halliburton, 20-plus points. We all know that's probably going to happen. Now, granted, he's got Miles Turner and Pascal Siakam to help him out now. Yeah. But, you know, the fact of the matter is that guy can go eat you a bucket, and his assist total for tonight is actually an 11.5. Well, that's what he averages, right? Yeah. Somewhere around there? Yeah. Like I think Tyrese. He's behind ha- Trey Young for assists. Well, the thing is, it's like we were on the show uh, last year, and I was like, three of my bets are all going to be revolving around Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. 20 plus points, 10 plus assists, 10 plus rebounds. Oh, well, he's a little Magic Johnson, you think so? Uh, guess what? That night, he was a little Magic Johnson. Triple double, yeah. I mean, the guy is just a walking bucket. He's the best player in the league that you hadn't heard of until this year. You know, he started out in Sacramento, gets uh, traded. It's been a fair trade. Uh, it's been a pretty fair trade. Yeah. Sabonis works for them, and Halliburton works for. Yeah, and I think both teams kind of won out. Yeah, because they didn't. I mean, the Kings have pretty good guards. I they mean, do. They can't. I mean, you'd love, I guess, to see uh, what's his name. Uh, what's the point guard from Sacramento? De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron yeah, Fox. Yeah, De'Aaron That'd Fox. be fun to see him and Halliburton together. But I don't know. Sabonis is good. Sabonis is really good. Sabonis is going to do work out there. Sacramento, it's good to see them win. That's a team you don't really have any they've ill kind of will taken, towards. They've kind of taken a step back this year. They have, but, I mean, they'll they'll be fine. The play-in right now in the West is ridiculous, by the it way. It is stacked. I, I was fixing to say. I think the, the Kings playoffs. are in the play-in, the Lakers, Lakers the Warriors. Warriors, Dallas. Dallas. That's Ooh. crazy. Oh, it's full-blown and nuts, you know, dude. Uh, the T-Wolves have to be like, oh, gosh, if they stay in that one-cent spot, yeah. they're like, you're looking at one of those teams. Yeah. I mean, you could be the Miami of last year. Knock out the number one seed in, what they do, five games? Yeah. The fact that two of them c- could be eliminated, like LeBron and Steph, Steph could, could not make the playoffs, like, that's insanity. Well, I'm hoping the Lakers go on a run and get, just get in those top six, but I'm sure that's what all those other four teams are hoping. Right. I'm sure it is, but that remains to be seen. When we return, we'll be marking the tape with Brett Hollander. Sure. Maybe have some trivia for us today. We'll see. Or some would-you-rathers. I got a topic we can discuss. Okay. So, not nothing major, but it it's right up y'all's alley, I think. Let's do it. Wonderful. Stay with us. G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized the team's ge- Back here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time to mark the tape with Brett Hollander. Brett, what you got? Thanks, Jake. Yep. Hi, Jake. Hi. <laughs> uh, 
I guess we can talk about the uh, EA Sports game. You know, it yes. was announced to, that uh, you know it's going to be coming out. Looks like in May. Uh, according to ESPN, uh, it says all athletes who opt in and have their NIL appear in the game will eventually receive six hundred dollars plus a copy of the game, typically valued at seventy dollars. Uh, just what you guys think? You think players are all going to go for it, or you know, some going to sit out of that deal? I mean, how how do you feel? What do you feel about the deal? I guess is what I'm getting at. I mean, being in a video game, I mean that does more for you than a lot of things ever will. Because one of the things that we used to do is we'd play with some of these random teams, just to like see how good these players might actually be in real life. It's like. You know, Michigan State in 2008, I can't remember the running back's name, but, you know, you start playing with different teams. It's like, man, this running back's really good. Mm-hmm. See how he is in real life. And sure enough, he was actually a really good running back in real life. Right. So it's like you're able to learn rosters that way. That's true. Because there were days in which you had to buy a memory card off of eBay and hope that you got it. Mm-hmm. And, it and once you got it, you hoped it was right. That way you could actually try to learn some of these rosters. Yeah. So, gone are the days of having to spend two days creating an entire NCAA roster out of the deal to actually being able to play the game. And not yeah, I mean, you, I mean, I know when I was growing up playing it, you would pretty much change all the players' numbers to their name. Like, yeah. if you knew the players on Tennessee, you were changing even offensive linemen yeah. to who that guy was. Because the way it used like to be is Peyton Manning was going to be my quarterback or whatever. Exactly. You know, like you were Josh Dawes, not Josh Dawes, but like whoever number number eight or whoever the quarterback was, he was going to be that number. And you just create yourself every time. Yeah. Like you'd be the top running back or the top Oh, that Jake receiver. Miller guy. Man, that Heisman Trophy winning fool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was the coolest thing ever. Now you're telling me you're going to give me $600 to be on uh, an incredible football game? You know, it's it, I yeah, and $600 goes a long way I'm for taking especially that for some of the guys. I mean, here's the thing. You put me in a video game. Be like, "Hey man, you know, I know it's not a lot of money, but here's 600 bucks and you're going to get a free copy of the game." At least I'm not having to pay for the game. They're at least going to pay for, you know, a couple of rounds of groceries or maybe a couple of dinners or something like that. So, I mean, you're going to have guys that say, oh, well, no, I'm worth more than that. But something that they have to take into account with this, how many players are roughly on each roster? 90? Yeah. So, do some math in your head real quick, Jack. 90 <laughs> times 130 is what we got in college football now? Yeah. I'm About 133? I'm mm-hmm. going to bring out the calculator for that. Yeah. 90 times 134 yep. is 12,060. Okay, now multiply that by 600. 7,236,000. So that's the investment they're willing to make in these players. Okay, so remember that number. Brett, what I need you to do, or Jack, you've already got the calculator pulled up. The game is worth roughly, what, 70 bucks? Typically, yeah. Valued at it's okay. what it's saying. So it's valued at 70, so they probably cost them maybe, I don't know, like 10 bucks to make. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do 10 times, what do we say, 133 times 90? 12,000. 12,000. So do that by 12,000. You just do 12,000, yeah. Yeah. One, 120,000. So 120,000. So roughly, they're investing about $8 million into this game between paying the players and giving them a copy of the game. They're investing what we did in one quarterback. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, and. That's eight million over the course of four years. This is eight million per year. 
Right, yeah. But that's a lot of money. Now, granted, we all know that we're nobody's going to know who the third string, you know, linebacker is at Western Kentucky or MTSU or Akron. Nobody's going to know that. But guess what? That's the way of the world. I don't care if your name is Caleb Williams because that was one of his biggest pushbacks. He's like, oh, I'm worth more than that. Guess what? Nobody gives a damn about you. <laughs> Nobody cares. I mean, you had a guy, I think it was actually Mike Wright, who even said, man, I would love to be in the game. Just make sure I get my speed right. It's like the guy's excited to be in the football game. Something else you got to take into account. You got a lot of guys that are going to be in this video game that probably weren't around to experience what it was like to play this game. It was one of the best games of all time. And people can sit there and say, well, we got Madden, we got this, we got that. Madden sucks. Can we can we all agree Madden sucks? It has taken a step back. It's just not that fun anymore. No, it's not that fun. The storylines are awful. It's the same game with new rosters year in and year out. I've only bought one copy of it since I got my PlayStation 5. Before that, I couldn't tell you the last time I bought it. Yeah. Like You might have to go back to 2012 before I bought another copy of Madden. Um, you best believe the middle of July, the second week of July, every single year, I was either at Walmart or at GameStop ready to buy NCAA and did the same for the college basketball game. That's another thing. That I wish too. Yeah. Let 2K take that one. 2K does a better job with the basketball product. Let 2K have that one. EA Sports, give us our college football game. And if you're one of the players and you're thinking you don't want to just eliminate yourself from that because you're not worth 600 bucks, guess what? That's 600 bucks you don't have. Yeah. That's a copy of a game that you don't have because we know you're going to play it. You might as well get paid to play it. Uh, Just going off that, they did – Now I don't know if these are right or wrong or, or what, but they have uh, – some have projected who the top player on the game will be. Do you guys have a guess? Of who's going to be on the cover? Well, who's who's the top – who do you think would be the top-rated player on the game? Top-rated player on the game, and this is – You won't get this. I probably can tell you that right now. Ooh, if I even said Oklahoma State, would you be able to guess? No. Oh, boy. It's the running back, Ollie Gordon. He's projected at 99 overall. What? Huh? Yeah. Uh, Travis Hunter is second. That's not a surprise, right? You can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Does both. Uh, Quinn Ewers is the top quarterback. I can wow. see that. Um, those are just some couple names in the country. I was more interested in they do have the um, – if I can go back to it. Uh, top ten, um, top ten players in the SEC. Uh, Let's hear it. Do you have a guess who do you think the top player in the SEC is going to be on the game? Probably Quinn Ewers. Uh, no. Let me give you position. Give me position. Wide receiver. Who's the, who do you think the top wide receiver returning is? Who would it be? Who would it be? Not anyone here. Nope. You give up. If I tell you the team, it'll give it away. It's a Georgia receiver, isn't it? No. LSU? Nope. Alabama? Nope. Missouri? Yep. Oh, oh God. Yeah. That it, Burden, it, dude. Yep, Luther Burden. He's tied with the safety from Georgia, Malachi Starks. Carson Beck is the top overall quarterback in the conference. And according, this is where the rankings, it depends on who I looked at, but this is SEC Mike. Um, Carson Beck's rated 97 overall. Uh, then you're followed by Harold Perkins, 96. Uh, Jalen Monroe, Jalen Milrow, also a 96. Then Why? you get 
Uh, James Pierce actually on here at six wow. at ninety five overall. That's, That's cool. pretty uh, accurate. Yeah. Uh, defensive lineman Shamar Turner from A and M. A linebacker from OU, 95 overall, Danny Stutzman. Quinn Ewers is at 9, 95 overall. And then Brady Cook rounds out the top 10 at 94 no overall. Way. I was trying to find Nico. If yeah. we could give Nico a ranking, I don't they know. They better give him at least a 90. You think a 90? Yeah. I would say a 90. I mean, yeah, he hadn't played a whole lot, but, you know, just – yeah, I mean it's it's interesting to see. I that's always the cool thing. Who's going to be ranked highest players and stuff like that? Yeah. That was always the coolest thing to to look at. But no, this is kind of making me want to get the game. I, I mentioned it before that maybe I'm not going to be getting it, but this is kind of changing my tune. So I'm curious how often they'll like do roster updates because I know for 2K and Madden that those uh, are like, like daily. Yeah, daily, weekly, and yeah, it, it's, it'll be a lot harder for college teams for sure, but. You got to think, yeah. If Nico starts off really high, you got to bump that number up. So we are getting the transfer portal in this game. Oh wow! Yeah, I was wondering how that was going to work. Uh, you know how it used to give you the options on what you want to do to a certain recruit, like yeah. you know, do you want to bring the family in? Like, are you going to be able to like yeah. give them a car or like pay for a private jet? You know, like stuff oh, like my that. My favorite one is a quarterback. Hey, coach, my favorite jersey number is fifty-seven. Playing time was always one of them. Playing time was one of them. Uh, starting position. But thing is, you can manipulate it if they were a wide receiver or a DB, and you could start them as like a punt returner or a kick returner. Mm. So technically, they're a starter, and you held up to your end of the bargain. But my favorite one was quarterback, their favorite number. Hey, coach, I have a lucky number. Can you hook me up? And the number's like 57. It's like, yes, we'll hook you up. And then they transfer because of a broken promise over a jersey number. Mm. Or not enough playing time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Goodness. So yeah, I wonder if they'll cap it, you know, that sort of thing, but. <laughs> they very well might. Let's get Westchester in here next. What do you say, Westchester? Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Doing well. How are you? Good. Long time no talk. Hey, Jake, did I did I hear that right? Did you just ask somebody, one of your cohorts there, to get out a calculator to multiply something by 10? <laughs> you know yeah, you just I move the decimal one spot, right? That. You asked him first to do like 90 times 134 or something, didn't you? It was 90 times 134. Yeah, that was probably on me for the uh, calculation of the video game. Yeah. <laughs> so, are we thinking this game's going to be like 100 bucks? No, it's going to be 70 bucks. You think they're going to swallow it? They're going to swallow the cost? No, like, their cost on it's going to be about 10 bucks, and then they're going to profit about 60 off of it, and then it's going to go on sale probably around Christmas, and they'll drop down like 25 just to get rid of all the copies, which, I don't know. I'm a digital copy guy myself, so I'm not – you just download it or whatever. Yeah, but this is one you almost want to get the hard copy for. Do you really? Yeah. Does it depend yeah, on who's on the do. cover, though? Yes. No, I'm interested to see who's on the, on the cover. That's what I'm interested in. Well, and you know good and well that I'm going to pay the extra if I don't want a hard copy. You're not going to get a savings on it, are you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but here's what I'll probably do. If there is an option, I have to pay 30 extra dollars to be able to play the game early. I'm going to pay the extra $30 to play the game early. Or the like the demo or whatever. Yes. Do we think they're going to do? I know y'all talked about this a little bit, but you didn't really get into it. Um, do we have any idea they're going to do like two strings on every team, or they're going to do one just starters, or what do we think they're going to do with this? Oh, what you talk about like your depth? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a full blown like the way it was in the past is you could have I think eighty guys, no seventy guys is what you were allowed on a roster. You're probably going to have something similar to that. 
and that's going to help you build up recruits. That's going to help you uh, pretty much build your roster. But I mean, as far as as far as actual quote unquote accurate stats, as far as you can get and actual names of players, you think they're going to go? They'll go whole, too deep, too deep across the board. I'd say they'd go too deep. I doubt they go three because if you've played any of these games in the past, all of a sudden you have a guy that was a seventy-five overall that's now an eighty-five overall in one season yeah. because of training. Right. It'll be fun to manipulate. See what we can do. I uh, I wish it'd come out when uh, Josh Dobbs was still around. I'd love to screw with those stats and get him up to a ninety-nine overall QB. That'd be fun. So here's a weird stat. It's not even a stat. It's just weird information. <laughs> create a player will be in the game, but users will not be able to create and insert opted-out players. Hmm. Coaches will not be represented in the game. Conference realignment will be in the game. Service Academy players will be in the game despite not being able to sign NIL deals. Interesting. Interesting. Because, you know, Service Academy members cannot sign an NIL deal. I, I was today years old when I learned that, Jake. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, switching gears here, can we talk baseball for just a second? Sure. Can we get a baseball game, too? <laughs> <laughs> Do, uh, has, anyone, has anyone confirmed has uh, – uh, Tony V. Sp- I know he spent the off season uh, overseas and and traveling and you know enjoying his uh, his money and his uh, yeah his, his youth single but, life um, yeah has he has anyone bothered to explain to him the rules of baseball that involve stealing and that you know I mean he he really struggled with that last year I, I'm hoping he understands that it's legal for teams to steal second base maybe we maybe we don't lead the league for the third year in a row and. Uh, stolen bases against. Maybe we have a catcher that that knows how to throw down to second and possibly, possibly get somebody out every now and then. Have do we have any any confirmation of who the catcher is going to be and that he 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 doesn't need to look at magazines to throw like that dude in major league. <laughs> well, you'd think a guy named Cannon Peebles, who's going to be your almost everyday catcher, would have an arm on him that could throw people out. And considering you have dudes on the mound mostly that throw ninety nine to a hundred. It, you know, but they're so slow to the plate, like it's hard to hold runners. And I don't think they care about it, to be honest. Uh, it is a bit shocking that they don't take put more emphasis on it. At least they're over to first, and they don't even see, seem to do that. There's different ways to hold a runner, you know. Uh, but I think he's more – seems like they're bigger on just striking, focusing on the batter than they are on the guy on the bases. I mean, I'm – I, I... – Okay, so let's, let's let's say it's his strategy, and it's mm-hmm. he just you know he gives it up. It's you know, it's, but I'm still allowed to be frustrated by that by that as a fan, aren't I? Absolutely, yeah, okay. yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's if you're if you're still in second and third every time, when, I mean, you're likely I mean, to get a, him a in. Walk? Yeah, I mean, a walk's a, a walk's a double. You know, I mean, yeah, a walk is in scoring. You might as well think of him as at second base when you walk him. Yeah, I agree. I and, and yeah, and and you know with our guys that throw hard, you're likely to throw pass balls or, you know, like wall pitches, you know. So, I mean, that, that leads to runs if the guy's stolen second and third on you. So, I, yeah, I kind of yeah. agree. Catcher, go ahead. The catching position has been a has been a valid complaint for the last few years as far as, uh, uh, you know, not just – I mean, more defensively than offensively, but it's just it's just frustrating. It's, it's like, you know, in Tennessee, it's like Rick Barnes doesn't want a big guy. Tony doesn't want a catcher. Uh, you know, football team doesn't want to. I don't know. Whatever, they're they're pretty solid right now. So I'm not going to give a, a, 
I'm not going to rail on hype on this call for once. <laughs> well, I'm a break. That's no, a good thing. Yeah. He's probably the – I think he's the best coach over there personally. Well, you know, smartest kid on the short bus, but yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Westchester, you're a NASCAR guy, right? Yeah. What did you think of the 500? I unfortunately, I, I got to be honest with you, I, I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had work commitments, mm-hmm. but um, I got you. I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm uh, I've been to the, I've made that ten and a half hour trip twice, mm-hmm. and uh, I I feel for the people who uh, didn't get. I've had one rain out in my in my NASCAR game, days, and we were able to. Uh, I just made a phone call to work and tell them, "Screw it, I'm staying." <laughs> and uh, we stayed till Monday because uh-huh. we had a free place to stay, but right. the. Uh, the people that make that trip and and wait all year and spend the money and don't get to see that race that's that sucks. I, I hate it for yeah. them. What I about really the do. what what about the finish? Do you like the way it finished the other day? I mean, the not doing the. I know there's some controversy, right? Like there's right. Some, someone else. Yeah, yeah. It's Jake like was talking about it. it. Yeah, it's like, do you, are they? Because at one point it was, well, who got back to the scoring line first? Mm-hmm. Well, then on Monday it was who was ahead when the caution came out. Yeah, because if they would have went by the scoring line. Mm-hmm. Alex Bowman probably wins the race. Yep. But since they ruled it as to where they were when the caution came out, William Byron gets the win. But I thought that was – I mean, not, I thought that was the rule. I thought it was where you were when the caution flag came out was what – I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, I think, but that's what I thought the rule was. I think NASCAR makes up the rules as they go along. Well, whatever they did, they were too quick <laughs> to throw the caution out to begin with. They, like, were. they There was only two cars. They were clearly off the track. Chastain kept going for a little bit until his tire blew out. Yeah. You know, he got back on the track and was getting to pit, pit road and, like, at least go to the green-white checkered. You know, like, let's see a better finish than just going, oh, Byron wins. It would have been exciting. That's what you want at the 500. It's the best race. It's not just Atlanta or wherever. You know, it's Daytona 500. Let's see a good finish. Yeah. The, uh, you know, or maybe just mix, mix in some consistency with the rules. Right. Yep. That would uh, that would solve a lot of problems. Guys, uh, I'm going to get off here. I'm going to go get in the car and head up to the KY State. And mm-hmm. uh, I uh, listen to you guys on the way up. And I switch to the app when I have to. We'll see you. Thanks. Hey, appreciate the phone call, buddy. Stay with us. Final segment of the program coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Life insurance. Why are you... Final segment of the program. It's time to fill out the G.I. Jake Show betting tracker presented by SM Athletics. Let's start with Brett's Bad Beats. Brett! I had a decent day yesterday. Soccer's just so unpredictable. You went three one and one. Three one and one. Not bad. Um, I got. I'm gonna do one soccer today. AC Milan money line. Got one college basketball game. There's only two ranked. Well, three ranked teams in action. I think tonight. Purdue's in action. Uh, Washington State's at Arizona. That's one I like tonight. Washington State's. Uh, I'm taking them plus twelve and a half at Arizona. Uh, then NBA's back tonight, and so I decided to throw some in there. Not as good as NBA, but I'm taking the Suns plus two and a half at Mavs. Hornets have won three in a row, uh, actually, which is crazy. Uh, they're getting nine and a half at Jazz. I like them tonight. And then uh, just uh, I don't like the Celtics, so I like the Bulls getting eight and a half versus the Celtics. And those are my five. Jack. 
Alrighty, I'm also rocking with Brett um, with Washington State. That's a huge line yes. for a ranked matchup. So Arizona, yep. That feels pretty free. Mm -hmm. I'm also uh, rocking with the Bulls against the Celtics. Um, Come on, Chicago. They shouldn't be too uh, motivated to. I yeah. Mean, Celtics, like, they just don't care until the playoffs, pretty much. So, yeah. Um, First game back, too. I am going to go against you, though. I'm going to oh. take the Mavericks at home. Mm -hmm. They just seem to own the Suns at times. A lot of um, points in that one. That's yes, sure. Definitely pick oh, yeah. the over. Yeah. Um, I also got. Uh, the Thunder at home versus the Clippers. Some good games tonight. They are some good games. And I got Magic plus 7.5 at uh -huh. Cleveland. Mm. I like it. Yep. Jake, you're on a roll. What do you got? Oh, I'm on some <laughs> sort of roll. Rolling downhill. The wrong way. All right, we're going to do a five-leg same-game parlay plus with the NBA uh, tonight. Yeah. We're going to do Devin Booker plus 30. Luka Doncic plus 30. Wow. McCall Bridges, 20-plus. Tyrese Halliburton. 20 plus and Tobias Harris. Wow. 20 plus. What's up? I like it. Hey, 10 bucks pays out 170. Good stuff. I think that's, that's D book. That'll be hot. That'll be tough. But um, Luca always is good for 30. Yeah. Luca's it doesn't good even for matter. Yeah. And Devin Booker should be good for 30. He's a man. Those, he's just a bucket, man. And the only just one that really worries me in that is actually um, it's not even Tobias. Tobias? No, it's Tyrese Halliburton because he's got Pascal Siakam. 20, though. That's some, that's such a small number. But he really only averages about 22 a game yeah. on the season. And they're playing the Pistons, so like he may not even need to. Dude, that bet hit 75% of the time last year. Wow. Yeah. Tyrese, Easy 20 money. plus. Dude, it seemed like it hit 75% of the time. You made some money on Tyrese Halliburton last year. Yeah, no doubt. That is... The G.I. Jake Show betting tracker presented by SM Athletics. Literally everything in that store, with the exception of basketballs and footballs, is $5. If it's got a school logo on it, guess what? It's $5. If it's a hat, it's $5. If it's a sweatshirt, it's $5. If it's a t-shirt, it's $5. If it's a cup, $5. Keychains, $5. I got a question for you. Yes. Uh, Shane Beamer. Took the Gamecock football team somewhere. Where'd they go? Fort go Jack? check out SM Athletics at 10625 <laughs> Checkerboard Lane. Overall Sorry, I should let you finish that. You're good. Um, I didn't know if you even want to discuss this uh, whenever this guy was trying to pull. What was the t the caption in the video? Earn That's how you earn respect. How do you earn respect doing that? Doing an obstacle course and workout clothes? How about doing it in ACUs? Fatigues, as they <laughs> used to be called. That really uncomfortable material? It's not – I mean, anyone that's ever wore the uniform knows it's not a comfortable uniform. Not to mention, they make you do that in a Kevlar mm -hmm. with heavy helmet, right? And sometimes you have to do it, you know, whether that be your flak jacket. What do you think? It was probably or, about 55, 60 degrees as well yeah. around then. <laughs> yeah, how hot it was in Georgia when I did it? I don't even know. It was about know. 110 degrees or, Yeah, down in Fort Benning, Columbus. Old Beamer. What the hell was that? <laughs> First of all, um, why would the Army even allow that? Yeah, I don't – I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm still trying to figure that out. It's like, why would the Army even allow that? Whoever the commander is at Fort Jackson, like, I, I just want to call him. What, what are they going to do to me now? 
If I was still in the military, they'd issue me an Article 15 and say, oh, well, you're losing 50% of your pay for three months. Mm-hmm. Okay, buddy. Woo! <laughs> I uh, wish somebody would get me the number of the Fort Jackson commander. That was just disgusting. Maybe he's a South Carolina fan. I don't care. Fort Jackson is close to Columbia. Yeah. But why in the world? Why do an obstacle course? What does that have to do with football? What are you doing on that getting obstacle down course? And di- getting down and dirty. You ain't building. rolling around in the mud. You're, what do they call it? In the trenches, right? Like the D-line and offensive lineman, you're in the trenches. You're in the trenches, but you're not literally like on your belly bear crawling through what? mud. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I mean, I don't know. Shane Beaver still did not earn my different. respect. Something different. That was just stupid. <laughs> that was bona fide stupidity at its finest. I'm going to get my team all geared up. We're going to become a family. Let's go to Fort Jackson and do the obstacle course. You guys may have seen this. Uh, There's a reason they call it Relaxing Jackson. Do you know what happened 44 years ago today? No. Do you believe in miracles? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. I do know what you're talking about there. Jack, if your football coach looks at you and said, hey, we're going we're gonna to have some fun today. We're going to go to Fort Jackson, and we're going to do the obstacle course. <laughs> obstacle course actually doesn't sound too bad. That sounds like a fun. You want to know what a real obstacle course looks like? Look up Nasty Nick. Nasty Nick? Yes. I don't know. Look that up. Is it safe? (laughs) If you're good (laughs) enough to be in Special Forces. If you're good enough to earn that tab, earn that green beret. So he's a certified BA? A bad man? If you... It depends on how well you do in the obstacle course. You got so much time to complete it. If you take a certain amount of time, you're just... Was he doing what... South Carolina team was doing that kind of obstacle course? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. This Nasty Nick is the obstacle course at Fort Bragg. Oh, that's the name of a course. I thought it was a person. (laughs) See, I've done Little Nasty, Uh which is basically the training course for Nasty Nick. Okay. I've never done Nasty Nick. Did you have to do it in a certain amount of time? Yes. Okay. Where's Fort Bragg at? North Carolina, outside of Fayetteville. How, How long is the course? The little one, I mean, it'll take you a few minutes to get through it, but yeah, I mean, you and would you're th- in full like gear doing it. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, not not like backpacking all. No, during that, I mean, because uh, when I did little nasty, it was, I think we were just wearing the tops, the bottoms, yeah. and they allowed us to take our hat yeah, off or cover right, off. Right. They allowed us to do that, but the other one, I mean, they basically take all your patches off because you're going through. SF selection process. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you are going in, you're basically taking all the tapes off. Like, you don't have a U.S. Army. You don't have your name. You don't have your rank. You don't have any of your deployment patches or what unit you're attached to. You literally just have a piece of tape with your number on it. You don't even have a name. You're a number at that point. Right. And, you know, you watch videos of it. There are some videos out there. I think it's two weeks in hell. Wow. Is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And it actually, like, you can actually see exactly what's happening through all that. Imagine wow. doing a land navigation course 
which spans over like nine miles. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. And not being able to sleep. Mm. That's terrible. Like, it's funny. They'll catch people that are asleep during that. Mm-hmm. And because they all have like heart monitors on them, essentially. Right. And thermal scans. And it's like, okay, well, this is consistent with somebody that's asleep. They'll go up to them, wake them up. Hey, hey, candidate, tell me, t- tell you what, give me your sto- scorecard. You're going to report right over there and they're going to send you home. Oh, gosh. So then they just go back to their respective unit because they're not getting selected. Like that, that is one of the most yeah. selective things ever. Mm-hmm. Like because not only do the instructors judge you as to whether or not you can get it or not, but there is also peer judgment. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well, how well did we work with this guy? Right. It's like this guy didn't carry his weight. Okay, yeah, we don't want to be with him. This guy basically carried us. Yeah, we want that guy to come work with us. Man, sounds tough. Sounds sounds really tough. Little nasty was bad enough. <laughs> Granted, I was in shape when I did that. Didn't do Man. too bad. Didn't do too bad. I was also not airborne, though. I was not about to jump out of planes. I wanted to jump out of planes so bad, they wouldn't let me. Yeah, uh, go. I guess changing subjects, but going back to when we just talked about, uh, Fowler and Herbstreit have been confirmed as the commentators on EA Sports. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, God. I don't even know what other options there are. Somebody said they should put Gus and Joel Klatt from yeah, Fox right. on there. I know in the the fourteen game, I believe it was was it Nestler, Nestler, Herb Street. Yeah, which is funny looking back on. But I love. Nobody wanted uh, the guys from CBS, Danielson and <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Nestler. <laughs> I feel like yeah, everyone thinks Danielson's annoying. Yeah. I just can't wait, man. Gary Danielson sucks. Yeah, there he is. He's pretty bad. I still can't believe we're not going to have SEC foot CBS. It's still going to yeah, be sad. Yeah, I hope they enjoy going to Wisconsin versus Nebraska yeah. <laughs> on a Saturday when it's cold and miserable. Dear God. And we're just ESPN, right? Yeah, ABC. no more CBS. Yeah, ABC and ESPN. We'll probably get some Fowler and Herbstreit every now and again. Why couldn't we have tried to get the Fox contract? You want to be on Fox? Yeah. I love Gus Malzahn. Gus Johnson. Or, yeah, Malzahn. You like Malzahn, too, You like right? UCF? Oh, you <laughs> sure. a golden knight, ain't you? Only when Heupel's there. Golly. But, I mean, I think Fox probably has my favorite broadcast. Which, granted, we're never in that slot, so maybe that's it's why I like It's hard to them. really watch them sometimes. I mean, granted, they're always at, like, their big games are always at noon, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, big and now is that off. one going to be ours? Are we going to have like our big games at like twelve? Because we won't have that three thirty slot anymore, right? I'll be honest, I have no idea how, how they're going to do that. Yeah, we've just known forever that the occasionally big the game is at uh, ABC would have like the, the prime time game at like seven thirty with Fowler and Herb Street. Yeah, I, mean, I have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, also, just touching on some news before we end the show, do you see that they already are discussing a fourteen team playoff now? For the Why would you do 14? That's about <laughs> stupid. <laughs> They're talking about doing it after one season of That's the 12. That's stupid. Going from 12 to 14. That's how, stupid. How would they even do that? You can't. That's stupid. <laughs> that's the that's the committee for you, right? 16? Make Four. it 16. Why 14? Yeah, I how don't know how format four. even look? How many buys? Yeah, <laughs> that... The math is not mathing. Why doesn't someone just go up there and whip their ass? <laughs> like, just kick down the door and just start throwing haymakers. 
We haven't even seen the 14. 12 team. We haven't even seen the 12 team yet. No, and they're already talking about it. the next one. It's like, oh, well, this is enough. Okay, well, then why'd you make it 12 to begin with? Why don't you just go straight to 16? Why not make it make sense? You know why? Because not a single one of them people up there has a lick of common sense. They're all equally worthless. They said basically it would be like 12, but in a 14, only the top two teams would receive a bye in a 14-team playoff. That's still stupid. The idiocy. I can't wait in five years and we have a 128-team playoff. <laughs> 32 is the magic number. 16 would work. 24 would work. 32 is the magic number. But anything in between any of those numbers is just stupid. Like, they're the definition of book smart with no Why can't they just sense. look at the division that's one step below you and do what they do and make it better? I mean, they're just pretty good. I'm not going to lie. They do a pretty good job. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very entertaining product if you've never watched it. Yeah, no, I've 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 only really watched when they get to like the semifinals and finals. And it's maybe. competitive football because it's on when like Army Navy's on, right? Yeah, isn't it always on before the playoff? For it's usually on before Christmas. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah, because I mean I guess that's a lot of games they still got to play. Yeah, what do you got to win about four to win it all? Yeah, it's twenty four teams. Hmm. That's gonna do it for us. With more common sense than the College Football Playoff Committee and NCAA <laughs> for Brett and Jack, I am your host, Jake Miller. The Herd with Colin Coward coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you in need of a